Hi, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 10th December 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. December. It's a season and a time that often makes us think of Christmas, and Christmas is usually painted in only two colors, green and red. And while we walk through the streets of Hong Kong this week, we'll be listening to a story from Gina about, well, something red. This story does talk about women's bodies and some of their functions, so consider yourself warned. After Gina, we'll hear a story from X about more bodily functions. And yes, it's all getting a bit real this week at Hong Kong Stories. Before we get to the stories, though, a huge and hearty embrace goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. We are listening to you, Hong Kong. Stay safe and stay well. Hellos go out to our overseas listeners as well. This week, especially to listeners in Columbus, Ohio, and New York, New York, in the USA. Landshut in Germany and Bear River in Canada. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. We have a December show, and all our storytellers are ready to go, but it's been postponed as we all limit our face-to-face time again. As with last time, we'll be back on stage as soon as we can. In the meantime, if you have a story, you can email us or get in contact over the website, hongkongstories.com. We're happy to work one-on-one with our storytellers to get ready for the next open period. In the meantime, stay safe and keep living new stories. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than comedy. It's better than drama. It's real life. And now with the story from the October show, which had the theme community, here is Gina. Last Christmas, my nine-year-old daughter, my 14-year-old son, and my five-month-old baby were staying with my boyfriend in London for two weeks for Christmas. He fathered the last child. The older two were spending the holiday with him for the first time. Um, He has a two-bedroom apartment, one small guest room that has a twin bed and baby cot, and a master bedroom with an oversized king bed. So the sleeping arrangements were boyfriend and baby in the guest room, and uh, me and the kids were, all the kids were in the master bedroom. So me and teenager on each side of the bed, and nine-year-old in the middle. Nine-year-old still likes to sleep with me, and I let her sometimes for special occasion, and it was Christmas time, so it was like a present. Teenager wasn't that enthused on the other hand. He suggested he would sleep on the couch in the living room. And it is true, the couch is nice and comfy to sit on, but not really to sleep, not for two weeks. So these were the arrangements. So the first night, um, the first morning, I woke up in a moist puddle under my butt and between my legs. I can't say exactly I knew what it was. Um, a strange sensation. Um, did teenager have an accident? Uh, he hasn't had any since he was a child, and he's 14 now. Nine-year-old never really had any, so it must have been the teenager. I had no idea he still had accidents. And... My poor boy. I mean, did it all get through the sheets now into the mattress? It's going to be a tough stain to clean off. 
Should have let him sleep on the couch like he offered. And it's a leather couch too, so it would have been that much easier to clean off easily all kinds of stains. Um, and I don't even remember him drinking that much water last night. And how did that puddle get to my side of the bed anyway? And not just my side of the bed. The puddle felt like a very targeted area under my butt and between my legs. Did I have an accident? I mean, I never even had any, even as a kid. Although it is true that after having kids, your pelvic floor can get weak and you can sometimes have small little leaks when you sneeze, which sometimes I do get. But this now felt like a big leak, a puddle, not like a small little droplet. How weak did my pelvic floor get exactly? I peed myself, didn't I? I peed myself because I've birthed three children and now I have to wear a diaper like my five-month-old. Except that she won't need one soon enough and now my life is over. I peed myself with my nine-year-old daughter sleeping next to me and my 14-year-old son sleeping next to her. I opened the blanket to inspect the evidence and assess the situation. One other thing that started happening to me after I had my third child is that when I'm on my period, I can't remember if I have a tampon in or not. Sometimes I would forget to take one out and put a second one in. Or worse, I would take one out and forget to put one in altogether. I guess after having three children, one tampon or two or none at all, it all feels the same. The puddle was red. <laughs> Shades of red. <laughs> A sizable bright mark. So I didn't pee myself with my kid sleeping next to me. I woke up in my menstrual blood with my kid sleeping next to me. Nine-year-old with whom I haven't had the talk yet. And teenager with whom I definitely have not had any such talks. I'm just so not comfortable with uncomfortable conversations. And the idea of talking to my kids about nature's gifts of menstruation and sex and where babies come from just makes me extremely uncomfortable. So for teenager, I was leaving it to his dad to have the chat about, and I'm pretty sure they haven't had it yet. And um, as far as nine-year-old goes, I'm, I mean, my chat to have, I get it, but I didn't get my period until I was 13, so I figured I still had time. So not having fully woken up, I exclaimed, oh, shoot, I leaked. Uh, nine-year-old said, huh, what, you what? Oh, nothing, just forget it, it's nothing. No, no, you said you leaked. What did you mean? <laughs> Should I just tell her I peed myself? I mean, I, I don't know why that would be better. That would mean I have a medical condition and I need to wear a diaper. Yet that would be that much easier to explain. Sure, it would be embarrassing, but just not as mortifying. At this moment, teenagers started to wake up. Huh, what? Leak from the ceiling? Of course, when you want them to pay attention, they never do. But when you hope that they didn't, they do very closely. 
So I tried to kill the conversation and I said, okay, let's just all go to the living room. It's time to get up. I figured if I lead by example and get everyone to the living room and then baby is there, there are distractions, the TV on, and then I can sneak out, change the sheets, wash the stain off, and then come back as if nothing ever happened. So they did follow me into the living room. Um, my nine-year-old walked in and said, Mama said she leaked. And she announced that to boyfriend who was playing with baby. Um, teenager walked right after her, gave me a look with a smirk and said, well, is anyone going to explain? <laughs> I mean, does he really want to have an explanation in front of his mom's boyfriend that while he slept in the same bed with his mother and his little sister, his mother was on her period and forgot to put a tampon in last night? Because after having three kids, her vagina got so roomy that you can't even <laughs> tell if there's anything in there or not. Boyfriend looked at the curious nine-year-old and at smirking teenager, smiled at everyone and said, breakfast, anyone? <laughs> I really don't have anything to say after Gina's story, except we've all had those awkward moments where we stand tongue-tied, trying to decide what to say or not to say. I only hope that you have another person who can step in and redirect attention to breakfast. If you want to tell us about an awkward time that you had, or a moment in your life that did not go the way you expected, you can reach us through the Contact Us page on hongkongstories.com. Now with the story about another bodily function gone wrong, here is X. I travel for 34 months. Rather than hoping city to city by bus or by train, I mostly walk. For food, I mostly had supermarket stuff for maximize net energy intake. But as always, I would explore the world outside daily routine and test myself under various situations. I spice up my meals from roadside, in the wild, anywhere I have been to. Diverse material were thrown into my pot to capture their power and live in their world. To name a few, Queen Anne's lace, Japanese purse, slug, and traffic accident victims, including bears, porcupine, frog, neck, Rock inside a snake's stomach. <laughs> uh, pro and somewhere else. The most potent ingredient was found when I reached Atlantic Ocean in Portugal. Even in Hong Kong, you won't realize seafood is that unimaginable in some countries. For Portugal, definitely available. 
even free of charge if you dare. In a perfectly half-circle-shaped bay open to the ocean, I find mussel growing on rock, also seaweed, sea urchin, yummy. And limpets, they look like mini abalone. They are edible according to survival guide. I pry them off with a stone as they grab firmly on rocks. Occasionally, I crush some for the sake of treasuring life. I don't kill for nothing. I have done sashimi as I am barbarian. After harvest enough, I return to hostel, prepare my delicious seafood congee, and share with other hostel residents. A guy looked creepy on those seafood and just tasted a little. In that midnight, I feel unusually warm, a little itchy on my back, and later itchy all over whole body. But I have no hives or a rash, as it is not severe. I tolerate not to scratch it. In addition, my nose becomes stuffy as I still have a gasp for air. I will survive. I ignore all those and continue sleeping. The next morning, I get up, breathing easier, but still feel unusual. My vision was not as clear. I look at myself in mirror. I look more Hong Kong. For foreigners, Hong Kong means Jackie Chan. I have a bigger nose and swollen eyelid as Dong Ginhua, but not his power. And more. As sassy as Angelina Jolie may be, I has her luscious lips. Fortunately, not her boobs. <coughs> uh, actually, I swollen all over. Even I cannot flex my wrist. The guy who tastes my richest brew. Remain normal. He didn't obtain enough magic.、Mm. Same as Cinderella will transform back to a humble girl in after magic vanish after midnight. Same for X would transform back to a handsome prince when. Allergy reaction ceased after metabolism. So I did nothing. I was not worried. I have I take no medical treatment.、Mm. Being a mixture with Jackie Chan is 
not invincible, but vulnerable. Therefore, I sleep in the hostel for one more night to take some rest for returning normal. By this experience, I found my only good allergen. Also, I, if I have limpets later, I would rather have them sashimi, as cooked food is not always safer than raw. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>